thank you for that very much this morning. If you have your Bibles this morning uh, and you want to turn with me, Genesis chapter 12 is where we're going to be. Genesis chapter 12. You, you know, as we go through life, there are moments in life, even from early in life, that we, um, we are faced with decisions, choices that we make. And sometimes those decisions or choices that we make are life-altering. I, I, you know, we just finished the, uh, concluded the Olympics. And it was always interesting to me when you would see these people, and a lot of them are 18, 19, 20 years old. Some of them are older, uh, but a lot of them are, are very young in age. And they make a statement about their uh, chosen uh, sport and the things that they're doing, and they say, I've wanted this my whole life. And I'm like, you're 20 years old, you know. I mean, your whole life has not been that long, you know. But, but here's the thing. At some point, at some time, they made a decision. And they chose that they wanted to pursue whatever that was, whatever sport or activity that was in their life, and they wanted to pursue it to the highest level that they could possibly go. And we know from talking to and knowing and being familiar with people in those situations that, that those choices and those decisions change their life. And they talk about these young athletes and that they, you know, they didn't participate in extracurricular things at school. They didn't go to school dances. They didn't go to the prom. They didn't do certain things because they had dedicated and committed themselves to reaching and pursuing that what activity, sport, whatever it was, to its highest level. And so that was a life-altering decision that they made at a very early age. Sometimes we are faced with those decisions later in life. And uh, perhaps when someone is ready to graduate high school and they make a decision about their future. Uh, am I going to go right to work? Am I going to go to a trade school? Am I going to go to college? Am I going to go into the military? And they have these decisions that are placed before them, um, not as early in life, but at high school age, that they're deciding things that will determine their future, alter the way their life will be down the road. Oftentimes, a little later in life, we meet someone, we have a, a relationship that we, what we call a fall in love with someone, and, and we reach a point that we determine that this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. And that decision, that choice, that commitment alters the future of our life and how it will be lived. We at oftentimes come to crossroads defining moments faced with a decision that will alter the course of our life. And this morning in the text, we find Abraham in exactly that position. Genesis chapter 12, beginning in the very first verse, and this is what it says. Now, the Lord said to Abraham, Go forth from your country and from your relatives, and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you, 
and make your name great, and so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham went forth as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. Now Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. I want you to think about that for just a moment. Those just four short verses. But this is a life-changing, this is that, that moment of decision in Abraham's life that will alter his entire future and how his life is lived from that moment forward. God comes to him and says, listen, it's time for you to leave. And I want you to go someplace. Notice he didn't tell him where. I want you to go someplace that I'll show you where that place is. Okay? And so Abraham had a decision at that moment in his life. He had a choice to make. It was a defining moment. Am I going to trust God, follow God, and do what he's calling me to do? Or am I going to stay right here where I am? And do what I've been doing. Because let's face it, if we go back and look, Abraham is pretty comfortable. Abraham's life has been really blessed to this point, And he has uh, a lot of servants. He has uh, a lot of possessions. Uh, a lot of things in life. Things are really going pretty well for Abraham. And God says, I'm calling you to something new. I'm calling you to something greater in your life. And Abraham is met with that moment and that decision and that defining thing in his life to determine his future. So there are four things that I want us to learn from that today. The first one is this. Following God means venturing into the unknown. Following God means venturing into the unknown. Abraham had no idea where he was going. He had no idea what the future would hold for him, except for the fact that he had to be willing to trust God. Notice what God said, I I, I want you to to head out to a land that I'll show you where you're going to go. I'm going to bless you, and that blessing you need to pass on to someone else so that you become a blessing. And there's going to be all of these things going to happen in your life, but you've got to trust me. You've got to say, God, I trust you. God, I, I put my trust in you, and, and that moment can be both scary and exciting at the same time. It can be one of those things, I have no idea what the future holds. It's the unknown. I don't know what tomorrow's going to be, or next week, or next month, or next year. But if God says, this is what He wants me to do, then I'm prepared to do that. It's been said that it's kind of like closing your eyes and taking God's hand. And letting him lead. Don't know where I'm going. Don't know what the future holds. But I know him. And I know he's called me. And I'm willing to follow that. If we truly believe. That God is who he says he is. And he will do what he says he will do. Then trusting him. Becomes much easier. Trusting that he will. 
lead us in the right direction, trusting that He desires the best for us, trusting that, that He will instruct the moves that we need to make and the direction that we need to go, simply trusting Him in one step at a time until we reach the final destination. Sometimes following God leads us into the unknown. Second thing that I want us to see about this today is this. When we receive a call and answer the call, we are blessed to be a blessing. When we receive a call and we answer the call, we are blessed to be a blessing. God called Abraham and he had a purpose for his life. He had something that he had designed for him and his future. Listen again to what God says to him. Go forth from your country, from your relatives, and from your father's house. In other words, get out of your comfort zone. To a land which I will show you, and I will make you a great nation. God had a purpose for his life. God had a plan for this calling that he was giving him. And I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing, and I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. God had a purpose for Abraham's life. God had a plan for Abraham's life. But Abraham had to trust God. And in trusting him, he had to be willing to close his eyes and take his hand and say, Lord, lead me where you want me to go. I'm willing to do whatever it is that you have in store for me. And God said, there is a purpose for your life. I want you to know today, everyone within the sound of my voice, God has a purpose for your life. Now, it may not be as grand as Abraham's, that I'm going to bless you and all the families of the earth will be blessed by you. You're going to have a great nation and your name is going to be great. It may not be that. It may be. It may not be that. But it could be. But here's the truth. God has a purpose for every single believer's life. When He calls us to salvation... And we respond to that call. He then sets a purpose for our life. He calls us to something greater than who we are and who we've been. And when He calls us to that something greater, that is the purpose that He has given us. And our calling is intended to be a blessing for our lives so that we might be able to bless others with that blessing. I remember when I was a teenager... There was a guy by the name of Tommy Oaks. Don't know if you've ever heard the name. Remember, I grew up back in West Virginia, back east a little bit, and may not have ever reached out here. But, but he was one of those guys at that moment in time in, in the life of the, the church in that area of the country that was well sought after as a, a youth speaker, as, as youth revival, which in the day when we had revivals and those kinds of things, youth conference, all those things, Tommy Oaks was one of those guys that everybody wanted to listen to. And I remember Tommy Oaks being at our church, and one of the things that Tommy Oaks shared with us, and I never will forget it, is, is he would always walk around like this. He was always walking around like this, and you're like, 
What is that all about? And, and all through the time that he was there, he just kept, you know, doing this. And finally, after everybody was like, what in the world is this about? He told us what it was about. He said, I have received a blessing from God. And my desire is to share that blessing with you. And he said, when you walk around like this, he says, you're letting people know, I've got the blessing of God in my life, and I want to share that blessing with you. And so guess what happened? After that, everybody was walking around like this all the time, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy Oaks, he's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but did we get the meaning? And the meaning is what God says here to Abraham. Abraham, I'm going to bless your life. But that blessing is a blessing that you need to share with others. I'm going to bless you so that you can become a blessing to someone else. There's a call on your life. There's a purpose for your life. There's a task that I have before you. But he says, in regards to that and the blessings that I pour out on you, he said, I want you to bless others with those blessings. So if you've experienced the love of God, his desire is that you bless others with that love. If you've been blessed by God financially, His desire is that you be a blessing to others financially. If you've been blessed with wisdom, His desire is that you share that wisdom to be a blessing to others. And we can go on and on and on in the list. You fill in the blank. Whatever it is that God has blessed you with in your life, He calls us then... To, to exchange that blessing from us to others. To say, God has blessed me with whatever it is, and I desire, His desire, His purpose, is that I share that blessing with others. And so He calls Abraham, and He says, Abraham, I need you to trust me. I need you to follow me. I need you to put your hand in my hand, close your eyes, and let's go. And He said, but I'm going to be a blessing to you. I am going to bless your life. And in that blessing, I want you to bless others, sharing that blessing in others' lives. Third thing this morning is this. To become a blessing, you must let go and let God. To become a blessing, you must be willing to take His hand and close your eyes and let Him lead you. To, to, to be willing to let go of things in our life. And, and listen, he gave Abraham that instruction. He said, I want you to go, what, from your land. I want you to go from your people. I want you to go from your father's house. I want you to let go of all of those things that gives you safety, that gives you security, that gives you familiarity, that gives you comfort, that gives you peace. All of these things that you've been surrounded with, he said, it's time for you to let go of them. Because while you're holding on to them, you have trouble trusting in me. If our trust is in the world, our trust is in, in our position in life, our power in life, our finances in life, or our family in life, or whatever it is, if our trust and our, our comfort is in those things, then we're not trusting in God. And he says, if you want to become a blessing to others, you've got to let go and let me lead you. And he called Abraham and said, listen, let go. 
Let go of your, your heritage. Let go of, of your history. Let go of your past. Let go of your family. Let go of your father's house. And let me lead you into a new direction. I've got a purpose for your life. And as long as you're holding on to those things, you can't hold my hand. As long as you're trusting in those things, you can't trust in me. And I need you to trust me if I'm going to bless you and you're going to be a blessing to others. I thought about that and, and of course, one of those familiar things that comes and flashes in our life. I, I thought about the artist Carrie Underwood and a song that she sings. And, and the lyrics on the chorus go something like this. Jesus, take the wheel. Take it from my hands. Because I can't do this on my own. I'm letting go, so give me one more chance and save me from this road I'm on. Jesus, take the wheel. What that song lyric says is I'm going to let go and I'm going to let you take control. I'm going to release all of these things that my trust and confidence have been in and I'm going to place that in you. I'm going to let go and let you take charge of my life. Now, we know in the instance of that song that it came at a moment of desperation. It came at a moment of despair in, in the message of the song. Imagine what God could do if we not at a moment of despair, not at a moment of, of desperation, but right now, this moment in our life, we were to say, Lord, I'm going to let go and I'm going to let you take control. I'm not in a moment of desperation. This isn't just a desperate prayer. This isn't a moment of, of distress. This is a moment of clarity. That if I'm going to be a blessing to others, I have to receive your blessing. And the only way that I can do that is to let go and take hold of your hand. Trust you and let you lead me. Again, sometimes that can be a little scary. But it can be real exciting. It can be an adventure. It can be a journey. But the fact of the matter is, if we're going to be a blessing to others, we've got to be willing to let go and let God take control. Fourth and final thing this morning is to be a true blessing, you have to believe the impossible. To be a true blessing, you have to believe the impossible. Imagine Abraham receiving the word from the Lord. Listen. I want you to leave all of this behind and I want you to go to a place that I'm going to show you. Is that possible? Is it possible that you're going to guide my path and take me to a place where I need to be? That seems almost impossible. It seems almost like, wait, wait a minute, God. What about all of this I've built? What about all of this that, that you've blessed me with already and, and my family and my roots and, and my heritage and my history? What about all of those things? This seems to be impossible, but Abraham was willing to let go and, and believe the impossible and act on it. It's an action. He took action when God said, I want you to go. Guess what Abraham did? He packed up and went. He took action on what was a seemingly impossible situation and God blessed it and used it in a mighty and incredible way because he was willing to start out on the journey. There are special moments of opportunity that God uses to tear us away from the things that we trust in in this world so that we will allow ourselves 
to place our trust in Him. There are special moments that come in life that are a crossroads. They're a point of decision. Abraham met that. It was a seemingly impossible situation. And yet he said, all right, let's pack it up and let's go. God, wherever you're you're willing to lead me, whatever you're willing to bless me with, I'm willing to do that. Now, I don't know, but my guess is this morning as I read through scriptures and see the events of Abraham's life, later we know that he had a son and God asked him to sacrifice that son. And again, we see no hesitation. I would imagine this first experience in trusting God, believing in God, and allowing God to lead him and bless him in his life prepared him for that next event. Prepared him for the day that God would come to him and say, Okay, you've trusted me this far. You've trusted me this long. You've allowed me to lead and give you direction at this point. It seemed impossible, but you've you've hung in there. Now guess what? I've got another challenge for you. There's another crossroads, a moment of decision that will determine the future of your life. Imagine Abraham could have said, wait a minute, I thought you were going to bless me and all these nations by my name and, and, and through my lineage. If you take the only son I got, how's that going to happen? He didn't do that. We don't find that anywhere. In fact, he got up early the next morning, he packed everything up and he headed out on the journey. He trusted God to take control and that whatever the outcome was going to be, it was going to be God's will and God's direction and God's purpose for his life. And he became the blessing that God intended him to be. Not every moment in your life and my life will be that once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But I promise you, as I read God's Word and I see these instructions and I see Abraham's example today, everyone will have at least a moment like that in their life. A moment that is a determining factor. A moment that will alter the future and the course of our life. And the only thing that we have to ask is this. Are we prepared to trust Him when that moment comes? Are we prepared to simply close our eyes and take a hold of His hand and allow Him to lead us in the direction that He he desires for us to go for the purpose that He has determined for our life? Well, this morning we're going to offer an invitation to him. Perhaps you've had some of those defining moments in your life. Perhaps you're looking for more of those defining moments in your life. Every one of us make, may, must make a decision in regards to whether we are prepared to close our eyes, take his hand, and allow him to lead us 